Clinical Issues by Emily Jones Surgical Smoke Evacuation During Mohs Surgery Question. I work in an outpatient dermatology office where dermatologists perform Mohs micrographic surgical procedures using an electrosurgical unit during the excision and closure phases. There is usually just a small amount of surgical smoke, but it seems to bother the patients and staff members. Should we be evacuating the surgical smoke during these procedures? Answer. Yes. Staff members should evacuate and filter all surgical smoke. Not only is the surgical smoke malodorous, it also contains harmful chemicals and lung-damaging particles. Mohs surgery, or Mohs micrographic surgery, is a tissue-sparing technique used to remove basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, and other types of cutaneous lesions. It is named after Dr. Frederick Mohs, who initially developed the foundational procedure in the 1930s. The current-day Mohs procedure is often performed on awake patients in an outpatient setting. The operating physician, for example, a dermatologist, administers local anesthetics for pain management, excises the cancerous lesion, maps and stains the excised tissue, and then inspects the histologically prepared frozen sections of tissue under a microscope to determine whether additional tissue excision is required to achieve clear margins. After the physician has removed all the cancerous cells, the team members continue with any necessary reconstruction and closure phases of the Mohs procedure. Evidence from the literature confirms that patients notice and are bothered by the smell of surgical smoke produced during Mohs surgery. In one study, researchers randomized 160 patients undergoing Mohs micrographic surgery to either the experimental group, that is, smoke evacuation used during the entire procedure, or the control group, that is, no smoke evacuation. Survey results revealed that the study participants in the experimental group were significantly less likely to notice the surgical smoke smell than participants in the control group. The experimental group patients also reported being less bothered by the odor than patients in the control group. In another study, researchers surveyed 30 patients about their perceptions of electrosurgical smoke after undergoing Mohs surgery. Staff members used standard wall suction to evacuate smoke during the closure phase, but not during the excision phase. The standard wall suction did not include surgical smoke filtration, which the authors acknowledge may have influenced the results. All, 100%, of the patients reported perceiving a burning odor during the excision phase when no smoke evacuation was used, with 66.6% reporting that the odor was unpleasant. Conversely, 40% of the patients reported perceiving a burning odor during closure when smoke evacuation was used, with 16.6% reporting that the odor was unpleasant. The authors in both studies concluded that using wall suction smoke evacuation during Mohs surgery may create a more pleasant environment and improve the patient's experience. The AORN, Guideline for Surgical Smoke Safety, contains a decision tool, see Figure 1, to assist team members in the planning and selection of surgical smoke evacuation and filtration equipment based on the surgical procedure and the amount of surgical smoke anticipated. When a small amount of surgical smoke is anticipated, such as with Mohs surgery, 
while suction with an inline surgical smoke filter may be effective. If the team members discover the wall suction with an inline filter is not effective, they should use a surgical smoke evacuation and filtration device. The facility policy and procedure for surgical smoke safety should outline the process for managing small and large amounts of surgical smoke. An interdisciplinary team should identify the procedures for which only a small amount of surgical smoke is anticipated. For example, Mohs surgery. And what equipment perioperative teams should use, for example, suction tubing with an inline surgical smoke filter attached to wall suction.